President Joe Biden would like everybody to think that his tax increases just affect big businesses and the wealthy. I don't think so. Hey friends, welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 50th episode, whoa, 5 episode 50, we're going to talk about President Joe Biden's proposed tax increases. Yuck. But before getting into this, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the hell is the Press Club C? So each letter stands for stuff we talk about during various episodes. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics. S is for sports. That second S is for stories, books and writing, my own books, other books, fiction, nonfiction, reviews, so on. C is for culture, pop culture, and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding lessons in, for example, history and economics. B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that final C in Press Club C is for conservative. Why? Because I am one. And since we have to define exactly what we mean by conservative these days... I'm a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. So let's talk about the, quite frankly, misguided and destructive tax increases proposed by President Joe Biden. Now, I wrote a couple of pieces uh, recently uh, in my role as the chief economist for the Small Business and Entrepreneurship Council, and I'm going to tap into those. But understand, whenever I am not doing SBE council work, the views, the new, the views that I express are solely my own. We don't want to blame anyone else for this stuff. Okay. So anyway, first off, the Biden folks are working really hard to put across the idea that, um, that his tax increase, his tax increases, especially the, the ones on businesses, on corporations are only going to affect Big businesses. Now, why that would even be, let's say if you take that as true and it's not, why would that even be a good idea, right? We're in a, we're in a brutal economy, you know, pandemic economy, trying to come out of it. Why would you be raising taxes on anyone? I mean, I would argue tax increases are always a bad idea. They're always negatives, but man, why would you do it now? But nonetheless, um, this is the Biden uh, economic agenda. Now, Reuters had an interesting piece because they essentially did the bidding in a so-called news piece um, for the Biden uh, tax agenda. Um, I mean, it really was written like the press office at the White House tossed this one out. So um, so they, I'm going to read a couple of quotes. Things writers said less than 3% of the roughly 30 million small business owners in the United States could face tax increases under President Joe Biden's jobs and infrastructure plan. Um, another point, uh, Reuters said the White House has been seeking to leverage the support and political popularity of small business owners in its fight to raise the corporate tax from 21% to 28% on large corporations such as Walmart, Inc., and Amazon.com. That's interesting, right? Oh, well, let's get small businesses on board to raise taxes on other businesses. Um, another <clears throat> Point from the piece uh, that was written by Reuters, the proposed uh, increase in the corporate tax rate to 28% would not affect any small businesses that file taxes as pass-through entities, that's true, such as a limited liability corporation, said an administration official. They went on to say, uh, Reuters went on to say, nearly all small businesses fall in that category, the official said, close quote. 
Um, and then, you know, and based on the income levels of for the increased pers- personal income tax rate right now, that's what we're talking about. Pass throughs like LLCs and S corps and sole proprietors and partnerships. You don't pay the corporate income tax rate. You pay the personal income tax rate. Um, and according to this uh, White House official, less than 3% would of, of, uh, of pass-throughs would be affected, right? So that's what you've got. Um, that's the spin. So let's take, you know, I, I kind of, I lay this out, but I want to talk about, it, you know, so let's take with the White House assertion that only 3%, uh, the Reuters White House assertion, 3% of 30 million small businesses um, could face higher taxes. Well, do the math. That would be some 900,000 small businesses. You know, why would it be a good idea to jack up taxes on, you know, nearly a million small businesses? You know, I would I would extend the question and ask, why does it make tax sense to raise taxes on anyone right now? But what I did was I, I actually crawled inside the numbers, something that Reuters apparently chose not to do, <laughs> um, to see what, you know, <clears throat> to compare what the White House is saying to, to reality. So, um, first off, the White House is ignoring that most C-corporations, again, these are the businesses that pay the corporate income tax, that most are small businesses. You know, the SBA defines small businesses as having fewer than 500 employees. Okay, so I will, you know, I... I, you can pick and choose how you want to define it. You know, I generally do small businesses, less than hundred employees, uh, hundred to 500 mid size business, and then over 500 large businesses. So let's just say, let's go with the SBA, but with my qualified small to mid size, right? <clears throat> so 99.89% of employer corporations have fewer than 500 employees. Okay. That, when you apply that to Census Bureau Bureau data, right, this is what I'm working off of, that's 933,000 businesses facing a corporate tax increase. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, there are also non-employer corporations, right? C-corps that are just one person in the business. Um, and again, when you look at it for the Census Bureau, that's another 379,000 businesses facing a tax increase. But it doesn't stop there, folks. <laughs> if we accept, I'll just accept the White House's assertion that as the exact percentage they put out is that 2.6% of pass-through small businesses would directly face a tax increase via the personal income tax increase, right? So they're they're talking about raising the top rate 37% to 39.6%. That's about 790,000 small businesses, okay? So if you just tally up all of that, you're talking about 2.1 million small businesses facing higher taxes directly under the Biden plan. Wow, right? By the way, here's the kicker. (laughs) Keep in mind, there are only 20,000 large businesses in the U.S. That is, companies with 500 or more employees. There are only 20,000, okay? So this tax increase is overwhelmingly about raising taxes on small or small and mid-sized businesses. There just aren't enough large businesses to make it any other way. 
So that the direct impact, if you take the ratio, right, of small to large businesses, for every large business, right, that would face a tax increase, there would be 105 small businesses <laughs> facing higher taxes. Okay, so that's the reality of the numbers in terms of who's going to get hit with higher taxes. But it doesn't stop there, right? Um, because you've got another part of the Biden plan is to increase the individual capital gains tax, the capital gains tax. Now, I've always argued that the capital gains tax is the most destructive tax of all because it's a direct tax on the returns on entrepreneurship and private investment. Understand that entrepreneurship and investment are the engines of economic growth, right? So if you tax the returns on entrepreneurship and investment, you raise taxes on such things, it's not going to turn out well for the economy, okay? Biden is talking about raising the capital gains tax rate from 20% to 39.6%. So basically he's talking about doubling the tax rate. But they'll add, but only on those earning more than a million dollars a year. Okay, so it's a bad idea to raise taxes on the returns on entrepreneurship and investment, right? Um, you know, when you're talking about starting up, building and investing in businesses, these are endeavors that are immersed in risk and uncertainty, right? So by reducing the potential returns, you're creating a clear disincentive for such very important economic activity, right? And the Biden capital gains tax increase, if it were imposed, would bring about the highest capital gains tax rate since the late 1970s. And you also have to add in, by the way, there's the Obamacare tax that came into effect during, well, Obamacare. <laughs> so that's an additional 3.8% tax. So the full tax, follow this, right? Right now, federal level is 23.8%. The full Biden capital gains tax rate, if imposed, would be 43.4%. Now, factor in state taxes, and in many states, the capital gains tax rate is going to top 50%. It gets worse, folks. Then there's inflation. So capital gains are not indexed for inflation. So the real capital gains tax rate is even higher. So factor inflation in, and you know, depending on how the scenario plays out, and I, I wrote about this in, a, in one of the pieces and talked about um, you know 10% return for three years, um, uh, a combined uh, federal state capital gains tax rate of 50% jumps to about 64% when inflation runs at 2% per year. And it jumps to 87% with inflation running at 4% a year. Think about that, 87%. So again, if you're looking to discourage entrepreneurship and investment, uh, raising the capital gains tax rate is the way to do it. Now, what about that, oh, it's only on people earning a million dollars or more? Well, guess who has... Who are the people that have the resources to make investments in new and expanding businesses? It's obviously wealthier individuals, capital accumulation, right? You have, those are the people that have the ability to invest. 
I remember teaching MBA students, and one student came up to me. We were talking about a business idea and raising funds for it and so on. And, you know, my, my point to him was very straightforward and simple, and I really wish politicians would think about it a little bit more. You don't, you're not going to come to your professor uh, looking for the funds to build your business, right? You're going to go to people that actually have the funds, right? That have the, uh, the ability, the resources to make those investments. So a higher capital gains tax rate is just going to discourage those individuals, disincentivize them from taking on the enormous risks and uncertainties that come with investing in businesses. Um, and they have incentives to, to, to do other things with their money, quite frankly. I mean, you know, you could, you could buy municipal bonds and you get no tax. You're not taxed at all. Uh, think about that system, right? Uh, we tax the heck out of productive investments in the private sector, but, you know, governments float bonds, right? States and localities float bonds. The feds float bonds for government ventures or government escapades. Uh, and there's little or no tax on the returns on those investments, those bonds. doesn't make any sense. So anyway, so that, so understand bottom line is when you're talking about all of this, whether you're talking about higher taxes on corporations, uh, pass through businesses, uh, capital gains, wealthy individuals who make the investments, entrepreneurs, um, those taxes directly on those individuals and entities, the effects do not stop with them. This again is economics 101 stuff that politicians love to ignore. That the effects, the negative effects spread out through the economy, right? So, for example, if you are raising the capital gains tax and you wind up with less entrepreneurship, fewer businesses created, fewer growing businesses. Well, guess what? That's going to affect individuals looking for jobs. Um, it's going to affect the income levels that people earn uh, all the way down the line, right? You want, if you discourage investment, for example, let, let's talk about productivity. Productivity, increased productivity is how people earn more, right? So we understand this in our day-to-day -day lives, right? We are We go get a college education so that we're more valuable in the marketplace, we add skills so that, again, we're more valuable to others in the marketplace. You get that, right? You make the investments in yourself so you get the returns. The same goes for investments made by the owners of businesses, right? So if a business owner invests in technology, innovations, new equipment, new facilities, that's going to make his workers more productive. That's good for him in terms of profits, but guess who else it's good for? It's good for the workers because they are enhancing their productivity. And again, enhanced productivity is how you ultimately get higher pay, higher income. So again, raising taxes on capital gains, raising taxes on businesses, including corporations, work against um, new business creation, work against private investment. And in the end, that works against everybody not just those people directly being taxed. So um, if you want to make sure that we have restrained economic growth, diminished economic growth, 
restrained productivity, restrained income growth, restrained job creation. Well, then this is the route to go that the Biden administration is laying out in terms of its tax plan. And quite frankly, in terms of its regulatory agenda and also in terms of uh, government spending. So, you know, these are things that need to be kept in mind. It's just base. It's, it's not politics. I mean, unfortunately what Biden is doing is politics, you know, trying to spin a corporate tax increase as not having any kind of real impact on small business is nothing but spin. Look at the numbers as I did, as we did here, and you understand the reality. So it's, it's all folks getting to economics 101 and ignoring the political spin. You do that, you're always going to be better off and you're going to be a more informed uh, voter, to say the least. Hey, if you want more of this type of analysis, um, commentary, check out uh, my latest nonfiction book, which is Behind Enemy Lines, Conservative Communiques from Left-Wing New York. Uh, you can get it at Amazon.com in paperback or for the Kindle, or you can go over to RayKeatingOnline.com and get signed copies. But it's a collection of my columns and essays over the years. A lot of them deal with issues like this, with taxes and regulations and so on. And then I, I also talk about politics. I talk about pop culture, history. There are book reviews in there, all sorts of stuff, wide ranging. Um, go check it out. I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, again, Behind Enemy Lines, Conservative Communiques from less left-wing New York. And once again, I want to say thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Uh, please check out my other various endeavors. Um, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes uh, is another podcast I do. Also, I do a uh, Daily Dose of Disney podcasts. Check those out. Keatingfiles.com. There's some columns there. Um, another recent nonfiction book, Free Trade Rocks. I didn't even talk about trade here. Um, maybe we'll, we'll touch on that in a upcoming episode of the Press Club C. But if you want to get the lowdown on how to think about trade, please check out Free Trade Rocks. Um, and also my, my novels. Uh, I'm up to 15 Pastor Stephen Grant novels and short stories, uh, thrillers and mysteries. Good stuff. I hope you enjoy them. Please, again, check out all the books at Amazon.com or RayKeatingOnline.com. Finally, one more plug. Uh, check out DisneyBizJournal.com on, on many, many things. Disney from princesses to Star Wars to Indiana Jones and how it all ties into uh, the business end of Disney as well. Thanks for listening and God bless.